0: Since you joined me today, I know you need my mini course, Four Steps to Get Out of Your Own Damn Way, the essential guide for women on a big-ass mission. It provides the no-nonsense basics that allow you to remove the obstacles keeping you from reaching your entrepreneurial greatness. I'm giving this to you now, no strings attached. Just go to Creeland.com and click the button to get your copy. That's K-R-Y-L-Y-N.com. Welcome to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast, hosted by Creelan Peters, the fear whisperer of Creelan.com. Listen in as Creelan interviews powerful people who have tamed their fears, embraced their greatness, and gotten out of their own damn way. And now, Creelan Peters. Welcome to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast. I'm your host, Creelan Peters, the fear whisperer. Today, I welcome Amber Slaughter to the show. And before I bring her on the line, I just want to tell you a little bit more about her. Amber is committed to coaching, motivating, and guiding her clients towards shaping the life of their dreams and finding foundation for growth. With over a decade of industry-related experience, Amber has trained hundreds of people and has worked with noteworthy brands like Coca-Cola, Federal Reserve Bank of Dallas, and the University of Houston. She constructs and motivates high-performance teams, and helps to create confident, thought-provoking leaders. While Amber has many talents, her passion is aiding professional women and freeing them of the notion that they need to seek permission in order to pursue an active life or desired career path. So welcome, Amber, to the show.
1: Well, thank you so much for the warm welcome.
0: Yes, absolutely. And you I I asked you where you were from and I could have just looked at your bio, right? Like it's so obvious you're from Texas.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. I'm in Houston, Texas. Yes.
0: Wonderful. So, I and I'm so glad and I I like going through my 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 internal Rolodex and I think we've had some guests from Texas before. Um but it's always nice to to connect again because It's just great connecting with people all over the place about um, their stories. So welcome. It is indeed. Thank you. Okay. So you ready? I'm ready. I'm going to throw a question at you now. Are you ready for it?
1: (laughs) I'm ready. Shoot. (laughs) All right.
0: Perfect. I know you're ready. And it's not hard. I mean, if if anyone's listened to this show, these are not tough questions. Maybe thought-provoking, but not tough. Um, so I would just love for you to just kind of share a little bit more about you and
1: how you've learned to get out of your own damn way. Sure. Um, that's a tough that's a tough and easy question to answer. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> so I started, um, as you mentioned, I started my career, I would say, in corporate. I worked in information technology for about 15 years, and I know one has asked me how does one make the leap from IT to to being a coach. Well, it wasn't an, an intuitive leap, but a leap nonetheless. And so in 2009, I had, you know, I had decided that this is what I want to do. I had got my master's degree in organizational behavior and executive coaching, and I was ready to go. But the lure of this two-week paycheck put me hooked for many more years to come. And I worked with clients off and on until about... Two years ago, and, you know, it's funny, um, the universe, or or whatever you call it, um, Mm -hmm. kept sending me little signs. I was doing um, contract work, and that basically means that you go in and do something specific and come out. Um, And so I just kept getting these, these universal signs that, okay, it's time to go back to this. It's time to go back to this. And how I was getting them was everywhere I went, somebody would stop me, or if I was sitting at a bar on vacation, it didn't matter where I was, and they would want to sit and talk to me and tell me their whole life story. And I'm Mm -hmm. sitting there thinking, do I have a sign on my forehead that says, (laughs) come talk to me, free advice? I didn't get it, because usually, you know, we all have that resting face, and mine doesn't come off as very approachable. But something about my aura was attracting people to me and this just kept happening over and over and over again. Uh And I was like, Okay, I get it. I'm gonna do this, right? But my fears associated with, you know, am I gonna be able to support myself? I have a young son, you know, all these other things. Can I live the lifestyle that I want? So I I think my what was in my way, um, was my fear and these self limiting beliefs that, you know, it wasn't possible you know, to unhook myself um, from that two-week paycheck as I refer to it. But what kept happening along with that, I'd get, it, I'd get a position, it would end. Um, something would happen, I'd get let off. Budgets would would be would be cut off. Projects wouldn't get funded. And it was just a strange series of events. And I finally had to say, you know what, either, and this, this recently just happened about three months ago where I decided I'm doing this. I'm a full-time entrepreneur. And I just looked fear in the face and I said, look, Great. We've had a great run, like, you know, a really long 15-year <laughs> run, but I'm, like, done. Mm-hmm. I'm doing this. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to take a leap, this leap of faith, and I'm going to do what it is that I say I love. Um, and fear doesn't go away. Um, it's, every, it's there every day knocking on the door and reminding you of all these things that you've got to do, including bills and all these other things, adult things that we do. Mm-hmm. And so that was really the thing the stumbling block that was holding me and and paralyzing me in this thought pattern that I could not have the life that I want and do the thing that I love. Um, And that kind of led me to to where I am and my theme for, you know, who who I attract in my coaching business. It's like often women are, are often afraid of what it seems, They need permission to be able to do something, and this is an epidemic specifically with women because men are are very comfortable asking for what they want, going after what they want, and doing the things that they want. Women all too often get caught up in the stereotypes of being a wife, a mom, a boss, and all these other societal norms that when we wear these hats say we should do certain things and act a certain way and be a certain way. Um, and so the, the whole foundation behind what I do, as you mentioned, is kind of freeing women of the notion that they need to seek permission. The only permission that's needed is from yourself to define what it is that you want and then go after it um, and, and on your terms, whatever that looks like, career, life, whatever that is, but having the courage to go after it and do it on your terms.
0: Yes. That's all I have to say. Yes. <laughs> I agree that permission thing, and that's why I kind of stopped. And I was reading your bio at the beginning because I'm like, uh-huh, <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what trips a lot of us up. Is that you know, and and I think it like ties into so many things that you were talking about. I, I love, I use the same language that you do. Like, oh yay, paralyzing thoughts and fear, <laughs> and yes, I totally totally relate to everything and how it's tied into our. our self-worth and how we value ourselves which also ties into how we show up in the world and what we attract so it's like it's all just tied in so much and thank goodness the universe or whatever you call it i love that you said that um source or whatever um it it uh did that it pulled the rug out from under you i've had that same thing where I'll make deals with the universe. I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to do this for a year. And then almost the end of the day, yes. Yeah, it's like, oh, my gosh, what did I do? Like, be careful what you wish for.
1: I okay. agree. That was totally my truth. It's like I didn't even make a deal with the universe. I just said out loud that I really want to do something I love. And the universe is like, okay, cool, we're going to do that. We got that. Mm-hmm. And it just kept pulling the rug out. And this last time I finally, like, okay, I get it. I hear you. Okay, let's do this. Um, And every day fear still is like, okay, you're so starting. You know, this is what you need. I set goals for myself to push myself every day and to stay engaged so I'm out of my fears and staying in the moment. But, yeah, those fears come knocking every day. And, and then, you know, everything else, self-doubt, the worry, can I really do this, you know? Am I good enough to do this? Am I really a great coach? Am I really as good as I think I am? And all of these things show up for you every day, and it's such a challenge to be able to say, you know what, I'm not listening to that today. I'm going to write my own story, and I am a firm believer in every day you get to choose how your story is written. And the stories we tell ourselves, I mean people in general, how you talk about yourself, how you refer to yourself, the things that you say to yourself and about yourself. That's your story. And your and your brain is like, okay, this is these are my instructions. I'm gonna go do what it is that you've programmed me to do. And we have an opportunity to rewrite that story to say and be whatever it is that we want it to be.
0: Yes. And as you're talking, I'm thinking about that whole phenomenon of um planting seeds which yes. is like the thoughts that we have today kind of create our reality for the future for tomorrow and so when we when our thoughts um and the seeds that we plant conflicts like from one minute to the next or one day to the next then what we find, and I, I mean, I see this all the time in my own life. It's like, and that's why I'm like, oh no, 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 don't have that thought because it's going to mess it you in the ass, like you know, like. And it may not be right away, but it's just like that ripple effect of oh my gosh, this is you know, you really do have to keep keep that in check and and uh-huh. and learn how to how to be masterful in. Um, what I say, controlling our own thoughts and expressing our feelings. I think that um, the issue with fear isn't that we can get rid of it. It's how to have a stronger relationship with it and understand that it's not there to hurt us. It's there to protect us. Exactly. Oh,
1: I exactly. I totally agree with everything <laughs> that you just said. I mean, facts become things, and, you know, they become Actions and it is difficult, you know. That voice, that negative self-talk, self-doubting, worry, fearful. That voice is loud and proud in our ear when we're taking on something that's uncomfortable for us, that's outside of our comfort zone. And we have to learn to quiet the voice and listen to our own voice and our own instincts, and being able to trust ourselves, um and then trust whatever process that this is leading you through to ultimately get to where you want to be.
0: Mm -hmm. yes it's absolutely true it's kind of that the a leap of faith um and and that trusting in ourselves that you said what i find is such a challenge that many women face um especially in the midst of growth or change or transition is really being able to trust that you know because we do that second guessing that like did i really ask for this is this really what i want like because it's it yes. it hard and challenging, and like you said, you have you have a child to support, and I was in the same position when I took the leap off the cliff, <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, and that can be, woof, you know, that can that can stop people in their tracks, and it does, it often does, and and then it's there's another voice
1: that, step. yes,
0: yes, yes, we have to find the other voice and make that voice loud and proud, the one that says girl, you got this. Like, like, go, go, go after it. Get it, you know, and that and that cheerleader and the one that's supporting you, um, we really need to find a way to uh, increase the volume of that voice.
1: And that's one of the things that this is the reason why I love doing what I'm doing um, because not only am I coaching others, I'm coaching myself in the process. So I find a you know, firm believer and, you know, I will, I attract what I need, a master as well and so yes. in helping others i'm also helping myself but that's one of the things i really love and value about being a coach is that we get to be that other voice until you build that muscle you're like flexing a new mm-hmm. muscle when you start getting out there and talking about positive things and reframing your thoughts in the moment and not listening to that that louder voice in your head that's telling you no you shouldn't do that um, or when you hit that yes. fight or flight fear, and it's really not fight or flight, but that's what your body manifested as. But mm-hmm. being able to be that voice until that muscle is strong for themselves, and they can really take that on and take, you know, take that leap. Whatever that looks like, it could be a new career. It could be asking for a promotion, asking for more money, going and doing something I love. Whatever that looks like you have the ability to do it, but something that really resonated with me and I heard it and I'm sure a lot of people have, Steve Harvey's video about jump. And he says, you know, once you jump, the parachute doesn't immediately open. And so that's that fear moment. It's that, oh, crap moment. What Mm -hmm. am I doing? I'm falling. I don't have a safety net. What's going on here? And the parachute doesn't immediately open. And the reason why it doesn't is because you're building – the muscle, that hope, that faith, that everything, and expecting that everything's going to work out because you've made the choice that most resonates with you, and then once you're there, it's like, okay, oh, hey, I got it, and all of a sudden okay. it catches you because you had the courage to go after you know the thing that you really wanted, and that really that really spoke to me when I was struggling with this decision and struggling, you know, to going back to that dependent paycheck and why I would want to do that. And that, that really spoke to me is that, okay, you're out here. You've had some level of success with it. So the universe has shown you you can do it. So why why do you keep looking back? And that's something else that we do. We can never move forward as long as we keep looking back. There's nothing that we can do or change about what has happened or what's behind us. The only thing that we have the power to change, and we don't even have the power to change the future, The only thing that we have the power to change is this moment. So in every moment, you have the opportunity to choose something that is positive, forward-focused, moving you forward, or you get to choose the thing that's holding you back. And that decision in the moment is driving whether or not, as you say, you can get out of your own damn way because all of that is just you. Um, It's your mind. It's what you've been programmed to think because that's what you're telling it to think. Um, so all of that is just you and choosing in every moment. Nope, I'm not focusing on that. I'm focusing on this and always looking forward to what I can create about what it is that I love.
0: Love it. Yeah. There, You know, one of the things that I talk about is being uncomfortable um, and, mm-hmm. and getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. So the thing is that when we're really honest with ourselves, we have a level of discomfort in our current situation, the one that we're, we don't want to be in, today and then, you know, we're so afraid of being uncomfortable going after we, what we want, so I'm like, well, you're going to be uncomfortable either way. You get to choose <laughs> the circumstances under which you're uncomfortable, so
1: exactly, you know,
0: I, it, it is a choice, and um, when I put it that way, people are like, oh, my God, you're right, you know, because you know we we like to think that being in a safe zone or in our comfort zone is protecting us and it's you know it it's the right quote unquote right place to be that having the steady paycheck having whatever illusion of security and safety that there is but all it's doing um uh, and, this, and this is for people who have a longing to do something different there are certainly people who have jobs who love their jobs who so are like awesome. of course and right. that Totally okay, too. Yes, absolutely. But those of us who are called to do something different, called to do something bigger, you know, I didn't ever hate my job as a therapist. I just had a bigger mission, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I had to spread my wings to reach a wider audience because that's what I was being called to do. But whatever it is, it's listening and, and, and also that trust factor again. Um, I, I love that, that Steve Harvey Jump video. I'm glad you mentioned that. I had just shared that in my Facebook group recently, and wow. um, it's so, so powerful. Yeah.
1: That's amazing. And you mentioned something about security and comfort zone. I heard this quote once, and it took me a minute to really get it, get what it really meant and how it applied to me. It's a Helen Keller quote, When it goes, security is mostly a superstition. It does not exist in nature, nor do the children of men as a whole experience it. Avoiding danger is no safer in the long run than outright exposure. Life is either a daring adventure or nothing at all. Mm -hmm. And that's it. That sums it up. I mean, we can go through life thinking that, you know, we have this security blanket and this safety net and this comfort zone when it's just an illusion that doesn't exist. You're you're no yeah. more safe doing the thing that you love, pursuing the things that you want to do, making the choices that make you happy, or being content or settling is what I would say with the things that don't.
0: Right. It's it's so true. And I, and I look at my parents' generation, and that was a generation of um, people who stayed Stability. in the same organization. Yeah, and they stayed in yes. the same organization their whole careers. Um, retired, and and my mom didn't do that, but my dad did, and um, and just looking at you know, like there's a certain amount of settling that happened with him, and um, uh, but of course he w- he really loved what he did too. But the thing is that that environment in work does not exist anymore in this day and age. Wow. It's just there's not the same loyalty um, on either side and so it's just like my generation is just like oh my god it just like blew that illusion wide open and so when you know i look to my son's generation and you know specifically my son teaching him the skills of you know what we're talking about here is like trusting yourself and following what you want to do and and trusting that you're going to be okay financially, emotionally, physically, spiritually, like in all of those ways, realizing that, you know, settling has a price and going after what you want has a price, but which price are you willing to pay?
1: All right. Every decision is a price to pay for. And and I want to be clear. I'm not saying everybody should go out and work for themselves or go do whatever. Yes. Yeah. My, my whole thing is to define what your life looks like. Give your yourself permission to go live it and just go do it. Whatever that looks like, take the opportunity to define it outside of societal norms, what it means to be a mom or a, a boss or any of these things, whatever those titles and roles and hats that you put on, if that's not what's making you happy and you're not fulfilled doing whatever it is that you do, by all means, give yourself the permission and the opportunity to say, this isn't what I want, but this is what I want, and just say, I'm going to go for whatever that is. Mm-hmm.
0: And know that you're going to get challenged in that journey. <laughs> that, you know, the thoughts are going to creep up, that loud voice, that, the fear. that It never goes to away. It no, never goes it away. Not. You just have
1: to figure out how to manage, coexist with yes. fear, doubt, worry, and all these other things. You never really master it. And courage isn't the ability to overcome your fears. It's the ability to push through them. Even in, in yes. spite of them being present, it's the ability to push through and do it anyway. But that doesn't mean by any stretch of the imagination that they go away. any of those things go away. You just learn to live with them.
0: Right, and then you also learn, like you said, to kind of turn up the volume on the the more positive, affirming kinds of thoughts and, and to change your relationship with fear. So having said that, I'm curious to know, because, you know, this is your time to shine, Amber, is how did you specifically figure out how to navigate through the challenges with your fear and your negative thoughts?
1: So two ways. Um, I myself um, had a life coach, which is how I arrived at. This is the thing that I wanted to do. It just took me a minute to get there. Um, and through my leadership development work through an organization that really focused on, when they talk about leadership, it talks about you. I mean, you you existing to do what it is that you are supposed to do, whatever that is, is really the truest form of leadership, servant leadership, in fact, because you're serving others through whatever it is, your gift, calling, purpose, mission, whatever those things are. And so in my training, I attended a training and then ended up being a trainer um, for corporate leadership development. And through this training, it really got me to think about, you know, what is it that I really want? How do I get rid of these voices? And I'm not saying it took me a while um, Mm -hmm. to be able to master that and to really let go. But some of the teachings Um, One of the quotes from that training was the Helen Keller quote I just told you. And some of the activities, being able to reframe, reframing and light switching or light bulb, whatever you want to call it, are some really key tools that I do with myself. Um, every day, like when, once you become aware, you're able to decide, okay, is this the thought that's going to propel me to where I want to go or not? And you have the opportunity, um, to address it. And for me, it was just about, in some sense, waking up and becoming aware of what I wasn't aware of and how I was showing up and ha- how I, how I operated in my world. And once I became aware, I got the opportunity to do some of those reframes and to be in the moment dealing with, you know, all of those things that, you know, are challenges, obstacles, things stuck. And when presented with those things, I had those opportunities to reframe and refocus on what it is that I want versus what it is that I don't want. All too often, we focus on all the things we don't want. And what you end up doing when you think about all the things you don't want, you keep producing all of the things you don't want because that's your focus. So reframing for me was about stating things from a powerful place and a place of moving me forward versus focusing on the things that I didn't want. Um, And even something as simple, and it's a really cool trick, every room has a light switch. Um, Whenever you feel yourself falling into that or being lulled back into that comfort zone, you, just like the light switch, you're off or on. When you're off, you're really just being lulled into the safety and security of, you know, expectations and norms and all these other things. And when you're on, you're truly doing the thing um, that you're passionate about and really propels you. Um, and whenever I – that's an anchor for me. And whenever I feel myself getting comfortable or complacent or being okay where I am and just that steady, even pace, you know, I re-register with that feeling and I look at a light switch and I ask myself, am I off or am I on? And which one is going to serve me based on what it is my goals are um, for my life?
0: I love it. I absolutely love it. So it sounds like you started with the awareness and and pretty much. Everyone listening to this has some level of awareness yeah if you're you're right. listening to a podcast called "Get out of Your Own Damn Way," you know that
1: <laughs> you have awareness.
0: In your own damn way right, so that's always the first step, but you know how to get to even further awareness is like you said, to work with a coach or to mm-hmm. um open up the opportunity to have conversations with people to read books to, i mean there's so many different ways to become aware, um but that is it's always the first step because once you have that awareness and you're conscious of what's going on, then you have the ability to make a choice, make a decision on where do I go. Is my light switch on? Is my light switch off? Now, as you were talking about that, I thought it was hilarious that my kitchen has a light Mm -hmm. switch at either end, and one of them is in the on position, the other one is in the off position. So I think of like, okay, well, what about my light switches where it looks like it's on, but it's really off? (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Oh, so we, we, we have there, those but. moments, too. We have those moments, too. But you mentioned something. You've been working with a coach, and I'm sure you get this a lot. I think people have a misunderstanding about what a coach is. A coach doesn't advise, mentor, teach, or tell. Um, a coach really is a mirror. So in creating those awarenesses, we are, in in a way, mirroring back how you show up to the rest of the world, be it your personal life or your professional life, all are the same, so we just kind of create the mirror for you to see what everybody else sees, so that you can become aware of those things that you didn't otherwise know about how you were showing up.
0: Yeah, I like the way that you put that, and I think that people do still have uh, some misperception about what coaching is, and I think everyone does it a little bit differently. Um, sure. And 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 that's that's perfectly fine. But yes, I always have thought my role as a healer. Whether it's, at, you know, when I was a therapist or i a coach or whatever, a or teacher or whatever. My, my goal is to help people come to the conclusions that are already within them or find the answers that are already within them. It sounds Meaning they're the expert on
1: them. Yes. That's the yes. bottom line. You're the expert on you. Yes.
0: It's true, and, like, I feel like my job is I just go around with light bulbs, and you're the one who can light them up or not, right? So I just have all right. these light bulbs, <laughs> and sometimes it hits people like, oh, my gosh, you know, because the thing is that I might say it at the right time or you might say it at the right time to the right person in the right circumstance. And all of a sudden they get it on a different level. And that's the joy of doing this work is, you know, you and I are sitting here having a chat. It's going to be broadcast. You know, anyone in the world can, can listen to this podcast. Um, so we don't even know. We are planting a seed right now, Amber. How exciting is that? And we don't even know. I know. <laughs> I know. It's like all of your shows to think about. That's why I love doing this work.
1: We have no idea who's going to be impacted by what it is that, you know, we've said or done and creating an awareness. And we can't even attach to to the fact that we've created this awareness um, for somebody else. And that's the beauty of, as you say, the beauty of what we get the opportunity um, to do because, you know, now we have so much technology, we can reach many people, you know, with a message and we don't know what we're creating for other people. And that's what I love. You know, everybody talks about, um, is, is the term, um, it's not change makers, but it's being that 1%. So you, 1% of the population has the ability to create change going forward. If 1% of the population is in alignment with one thing or a few things or whatever those are, that 1% has the opportunity to create that shift. And the 1% of us that are coaches or healers or therapist or whatever those helping um whatever those helping resources are, we're we're creating that shift because like you say, we're just giving you the tool, which is the light bulb, and then you have the opportunity to turn it on. And now that you have an opportunity to turn it on, you get to show up differently in the world and somebody else is touched by the fact that you showed up differently um than you were the day before. Yes.
0: Yeah. Total butterfly or ripple effect. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. we wrap up I know it always goes so fast Before we it wrap does up, go we wrap up. fast it does I know but it's like such a juicy conversation um, but I want to make sure that people know how to get in touch with you if they would like to learn more about what you're doing or connect with you in other ways so please let us know how to do that
1: sure um, on social media if you're on you know, Twitter, Facebook or Instagram um, my at is architectmylife um, and then if you're wanting to connect with me via email, it's amber at com And my website is www.architectmylife.com.
0: Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for being a guest on the show, Amber.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me. It's been, like you said, it went by fast. When you do what you love, it doesn't ever feel like work. So it, it is an honor to be able to to spend some time with you and your audience.
0: Thank you so much, and thank you all for listening to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast. Be sure to stay tuned for more episodes of people who are sharing how they have learned to get out of their own damn way. Thanks for listening. Been listening to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way podcast with Creelan Peters, the Fear Whisperer. Join us next time for more inspirational stories and leave a review on iTunes. You can also find us at creelan.com slash podcast. That's K-R-Y-L-Y-N dot com slash podcast. And get even more great tips on how to get out of your own damn way by taking Creelan's free quiz at creelan.com slash quiz. That's K-R-Y-L-Y-N dot slash quiz. Thanks for tuning